Hello, Sloan nerds, and welcome to episode five of Sloan A to Z podcast. Today's song, 44 Teenagers. All right, welcome back to the show. Hopefully you listen Hello. to 44 Teenagers, either on Spotify or on by your own means, like my co-host was listening to it on vinyl today before we, we started recording. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Fox. Thank you for coming to the show. Uh, and thank you for all our new listeners and new followers. Uh, we had a big... A big increase over the past few days because uh, the one and only Christopher M. Murphy um, hyped us up on Instagram and called my co-host the breakout star of the podcast, which uh, I don't know about that. He also called us nerds, so I don't know how this is positive for me. But nonetheless, let's bring in that breakout star. You may think if you see or hear, I'm like, he's just a cute little kid. But no, no, he's he's the star of the show. It's the one and only Nathan Fox. Hello. Hello. Is there more pressure now on you now that now that, uh, hundreds of people are listening and we're in the actual Apple Music uh, podcast charts? Um, no, I wouldn't yeah. say so. It's yeah. like because you know we're all slow nerds. We're all slow nerds. Or maybe you're yeah. not. Maybe you're coming here to learn about Sloan, which yep. are still which is still good. Um, yeah. so we're all Sloaners, slow nerds, whatever. Sloan fans here, so we're all the same. We're family, right? Yeah. It's true. It's true. We like to have a huge tent and put everyone underneath it. So um, we're in the midst of our Andy, uh, Andrew Scott uh, run of songs. Yep. Uh, We originally said there's three, right? But then we realized, wait a minute, one of them, uh, Spotify has out of order and it really is going to be slotted in in a couple songs. So we're smack dab in the middle of four in a row, right? Yep. Well, once we finish this episode yes, and we'll be start done. the next, yeah, yeah. these two so are what, in the middle. What is this guy with this guy and his his numbers? Uh, like like in uh, putting numbers and starting with songs. Well, even, he even writes out the the numbers in some of the songs. So it could have been even more if he if he used uh, numerical uh, for some songs. Yeah, for we'll cover later for on. For forty eight portraits. What's the deal? Um, do, do you have any a scoop on this or a theory? Uh, uh I don't know. You know, his songs are commonly about sports, and he, it seems like he likes sports, like hockey, numbers, jerseys, numbers, yeah. you know, sports. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not, though. Yeah. Uh, I did notice, uh, as we are recording this, Sloan is probably getting ready to ent- uh, step on the stage in Summerside PEI. I think, believe they drove there all night, I ho- uh, which is like 16-hour drive or something. So hopefully they, they have uh, comfy a comfy bus uh, to do this on and, and a good driver. But uh, one of the things Andrew, uh, Andrew posted his list, list on Instagram of everything he's bringing on the trip and hockey gear was one of the things, including three twigs. I think he said meeting three sticks, I guess. So uh, I didn't know he was a hockey player too. I knew Murph was, but apparently Andy is too. I guess all Canadians, especially Eastern Canadians are hockey players. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, mm. Well, well, I, d- I feel like I've heard, Jay say somewhere that he never actually played hockey or anything. Jay like. didn't? No. Yeah, no, no, it was on um the one um interview that Sloancast podcast posted on YouTube. Uh yep. the what's it called? The one show uh you know where he's skating? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He was on much music um in the early 2000 or something it was 99 um interviewing people people in toronto yeah he wasn't very good at skating because he didn't really grow up on ice he said yeah that's because he was busy working at a record store when he was 12 (laughs) right 
But this isn't a, a Jay episode. We have not actually had a Jay nor a Chris episode, which is surprising. They're kind of like the the front faces of the band, and we have yet to cover one of their songs. Yeah. Strange, right? All right, but this this is an Andy uh, or Andrew Scott, aka Andy Cibola episode. We call uh, him Andy Cibola because yes. of his drum. Should we tell people why we call him Andy Cibola? Yeah, because it's um, the famous drums drumhead. Okay, let's give some backstory. He apparently found that at a garage sale and liked it. Yeah. He um. Was, he found a uh, drum head that says Andy Cibola on it, yes. right? And he he took it as his own. Uh, and so he's not the real Andy Cibola. There there really is Andy Cibola out there somewhere. But he uh, does he still use it today? Or uh, he's got a uh, steady yeah. he's got a steady one now, doesn't he? That says steady on it. Yeah, because but like for the festivals, um, like the past two tours, I believe on the twelfth tour they had the one. Um, as, uh, like, you know, their one, like, not cursive font, you know, the one font? Yep. yep. You know, the 12 font. The 12 font, yep. It's on the, on the, uh, he, I believe he had that as a drum head yep. as well, so. All right, we, we should, uh, we should probably dive into the song now. No, it is. Yes. 44 teenagers. Um, I have actually some info on it. And Andy actually, um, actually says like what it's about and stuff which is rare for him uh is oh, yeah. rare for rare for most uh songwriters and especially rare for him um first of all it's on the from the website music and riots magazine and it's from i guess when it came out right uh march 27th 2018 um they call it a floyd-esque song meaning pink floyd do you get that vibe too um not totally i can see some Similarities, not quite, but like some uh, elements. Yeah. A little bit. It's it's an it's an Andy song, if you ask me. So, uh, uh, Andrew, it's a totally yeah, Andy Scott song. Yeah. All right. Um, guitar, the, sorry. No, yes. Yeah, so, no. Um, go the guitar ahead. sound me. and the piano. That's yeah. it's. All right. Here's what Andrew. Now I don't know if he said it directly to this this magazine website or if this was just like a release or something. He's like. Um, he delivered this song was deliberately written as an ode to the teenager. Um, and, and the line about uh, he mentions Gord Downey in it from Tr- Trashley yes. Hip, uh, who had just died a few months prior, about maybe half a year prior. Uh, he said the line about him isn't so much about Gord passing, but about the, about feeling sad for his teenage son who just lost his dad and not suddenly, but in a terrible, protracted kind of way. When I was 14, the same age my son is now, my dad dropped dead in front of me from a massive heart attack. So it's a, it's a pretty heavy song. He was just 48. So you can perhaps imagine what the years leading up to that number have been like for myself. Well, uh, we're happy to say he made it well past 48. Uh, he's still a ticking, um, that Andrew Scott. But uh, he says there's very uh, many layers to the to the lyrics that hit home for him in a very real way. Because he also mentioned that his daughter at the time was going to school with Gord Downey's son. Uh, they were they were classmates. This was what five years ago. So. Yeah. So uh, and he That's- thinks Gord. Crazy, yeah, I th- didn't know that. Yeah, or- and he thinks he thinks Gord would have loved the tribute. So obviously th- those kids are all grown up now and in university or, or off off in the world. But that is uh, actually what he says about the song, and he actually gives us uh, a breakdown, which which you don't usually get. So thoughts on that? Um. Does it, ch- does it change how you feel about the song at all? Um. Well, that's um quite that's some good info. Like, cause normally you have no info, especially for Andrew <laughs> oh, songs. That's rough. You mean me personally, or are you are you dissing me, or are you just mean in general? In general, that's pretty. Okay, 
It's like, not, it's not like a total diss to slap my face. But you should be thankful for having your father after what I just read about children and not having fathers. So, um, yeah, it, it is um, it is a lots of uh, info. Uh, the Gord Downey line, he says, is uh, just the other day I was reminded of the many ways Gord Downey died. I see a yeah. kid in my head who will be seen red till his anger yields to pride. So that's uh, probably how, how he felt when his father died when he was when he was young, I guess, is, is what he's saying. And he can uh, understand yes. what, what that kid's going through now. So hopefully he comes out of it like uh, like Andrew has. So um, any other lyrics stand out to you or you want to get down to uh, the actual like a musical composition of the song or anything like that? What, what do you um, think? Well, uh, nothing really stands out right away, like, when I'm thinking of the song, other than that line always stood out to me. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's far more direct, um, lyrically song for for Andrew. Usually his lyrics are pretty obtuse and all over the place, and he just, you know, kind of like yeah. Bob Dylan, kind of like Bob Dylan, uh, this... th- throws, you know, finds words that rhyme and, you know, things that have multiple meanings and stuff, but this, this is a bit more direct than, than normal for him. Um, yeah, like, this is probably the only Andrew song that, like, well, that we know of that has a meaning. Yep. Who knows? We're going through every song. Maybe maybe we will find some more crack uh, yeah. uh, info when uh, our, our intern searches for all this stuff for us, right? Because we have interns here, right? Yes. Yes, of course we do. All right. Uh, so the song, I, I should give you some info on where it's from, when it's from, all that type of stuff. Uh, I gave you a little bit of it so far. It's from 12, the Sloan album 12. Yes. Um, which comes in very nice, what, orange did you call it? Or is it is it a fuchsia? What, what color is the vinyl that, that you have for it? Um, Well, there's two versions of yep. the vinyl, the American version and the Canadian version. I prefer the Canadian version, which is the orange record. Um, yep. For American version, it's per- it's like a pink purple, yeah. which... Which is what, what the cover is, basically, right? Orange and pink? Yeah, but... um. Yeah, it's kind of it's that pinky, but I don't know. I feel like um, purple vinyl doesn't always like it. Kind of well, no, it it kind of looked a little bit too purple. Like yeah, it didn't look like the right color. Same with um, steady. Um, I also have the Canadian version, um, which is pink, which makes sense, but um, purple doesn't really make sense because that's what the American version was. Um, cause when I think of steady, I think black, silver, and pink. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So this came out on 12, the album before steady, uh, April 6th, 2018 was when it came out. They recorded it in Sloan studios, which no longer exists. I've been told, um, from Jay, I was asking, I asked him if there's any place I could take you to see like the studios and stuff yes. on a drive by. He says it no longer exists, but it was Sloan studios in Toronto, March 2017 to November 2017 is when they recorded it. I came out of Murder Records, their label, and Yep Rock Records in the States. Um, and it's it was their highest charting album. If you're into album charting, uh, 11 on the Heat Seeker uh, album charts in the US on Billboard, 29th on the independent albums in Billboard, and Canadian albums, it came in 44th. Uh, as for the song 44 Teenagers, it is the very last song on the album, uh, 12. The twelfth song on the on the album named Twelve, mm-hmm. it's three minutes and fifty one seconds, and is Andrew. He's got three songs on the album. Um, uh, where does this one rank among the three songs for you? He's got Gone for Good, he's got Year Zero, um, and he's got yes. Forty Four Teenagers. I I would have to say um, 
Gone for Good and this are pretty close, Ty. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, the actual sound of the song. The second it comes on, you know it's it's an Andrew song, right? Yep. The yep. the piano. Yep. Classic. I really like the tone of the piano. <clears throat> yep. It sounds like very different. Like it's I don't know. It's like it. I just really like the piano sound. Also, one part that really stands out is the. I guess I don't know what to call it. Um, bridge uh, part yep. that goes. Uh, His songs don't really have classic uh, compositions to them, right? They're um, kind of so. So like, it's hard to say what's a bridge and what's what's not. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. I believe like two two and a half minutes in, uh, the guitar goes na 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 Yeah, I really like that part. Yeah, it's it's a classic. Um, Two songs rammed into one type of thing that that Andrew uh, Andrew does often with the songs or 44 songs yeah. rammed into one, uh, which will be 48. covering no 48 excuse me which will be covering soon enough. Um, well, well we have not seen this song live, no. but speaking of live, it has been played a guess how how many times it's been played? Probably they probably played it when they were touring the album, but I'm not sure if they yes. would have played it much since then. Uh, I'm going to say 28 times. Higher. Oh, okay. How many? Tell me. Okay. It has been played 38 times. Oh, okay. It should be. Uh, it should first, get played 44 times, and then they should, they should retire it. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, the first time was Club One in St. John's. Um, New so, Brunswick or Newfoundland? Which one? St. John's is Newfoundland, right? Yeah, St. John's. Okay. Yeah, um, on December 8, 2018, because that's okay. when it was, the album was yep. released in that. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, guys. I'm very wrong. It was played in May 9, 2018. That makes sorry, more sense. Um, and, yeah, a month after the album came out. That makes more sense. Okay, where was that? Was that in Newfoundland? Um, Pardon? Where was that? Was that the St. John's one? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. That was at... Boot in Philadelphia. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, when did they play it last? Well, um, so they played it twice. They played it 36 times in yep. 2018, and twice in um in Metro Toronto Convention Center, um, which was not. They were not touring the. Album I do not think anymore. Okay. Um. Uh. So yeah, they played that, and the the last time they played it was in 2019 as well. Um, on June 1st at Cosmo at Cosmo Music Music Fest and Expo. Um. Which they played that near the end of the set. Um. This would be a good song to see live. Yeah, it would. So it sounds, it sounds like it would be a rarity to see it live because they basically only played it right after when they were yes. doing the album, right? That, yeah, it seems so. So it'd be a deep cut if they did play it live. Um, Overall, it's a great song. It has yeah. all the elements of a great Andrew song. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk a bit more about the actual composition of the song. We didn't really uh, dig into that too much. It's it's a, a lot of it is basically a duet with him and him and Chris, right? Yes. Which, yeah, which I believe, um, yeah, his other songs 
on the album, I believe. Yeah, he has. I believe Chris is singing along. Yeah, Chris likes to sing in everyone's song, but and usually they let. Maybe. I don't think Gone for Good Chris sings along the whole time, but I know he does in that song. Not the whole time, though. And it's got, if I remember correctly, we listened to a bunch of their songs. It's got a classic Andy solo in it, guitar solo, doesn't it? Oh? Does it have a guitar solo? See, we listen to too much, Sloan. I get all their songs mixed up now. Yeah. Is there a guitar solo in this song? Nathan, you're supposed to know these things. You're young and remember things. Well, um, there might be. (laughs) There might be. There there is the part I talked about, the bridge. Right. Yeah, it changes into a totally different, kind of more upbeat song, you would say, kind Uh of, the end of it. It ends on a high note, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's, like I said, it's basically duet. What what instruments do you hear on there? Just the classic, there's no uh, uh, organ or anything on it? There's piano, No, I just think it's the piano. Yeah. And Do you you think they all played on it? Or was this Andrew Uh, doing everything himself? I think they could have all played it's yeah. it's kind of a mystery with sloan because like andrew can play all the instruments most of them can play all the instruments yep um i believe andrew has said that he plays a lot of his instruments on a lot of songs right yep yeah basically well that's why they said they were so prepared yeah. for for the pandemic because they basically would work they work alone on their stuff or maybe with yeah. one, other, one other member so yeah um sounds like on the latest album, Andrew just worked basically with Gregory on some of his songs, and, and he did everything himself. So, yeah, he seems to be a musical a savant where they said just like one day he showed up and he's all of a sudden an amazing piano player and he never could play before. And yeah. Murph, show, Murph showed him some drums and all of a sudden he's like an amazing drummer. And obviously he, he can play guitar and he rips off amazing. Uh, awesome guitar solos and songs. So, yeah, he's he's one of those guys. Yeah. Um. So... This is obviously the last song, which Andrew does have a lot of last songs. Yeah. Yeah, he he uh, finishes up the albums often. He doesn't lead off albums very often, right? How many times? Once, maybe? The NS? I is think, that the only I time? Think only, I, th- I believe it was only on, obviously, Between the Bridges. Yeah, his songs are, I, I think, are too weird in a good way. But but they're too kind of too weird to, to lead off albums with because they're, they're kind of not commercial maybe you could say they're um yeah they're art- artistic people of the sky obviously though yeah yeah and, and we have actually an andrew the next episode we're going to do is actually a, a commercial andrew song so yes um, um that. Yeah. but <laughs> yeah so he i believe the first album he ended off was one chord which the last episode we did yep. was that song Yep. We're not even going to say. Just go listen. <laughs> exactly. Go listen. Um, do you have anything else to say about this song before we, we rate it? Well. Any other info? Oh, I know. The important question. Uh, two yes, questions. Yeah, two just... questions I have to ask you every episode. Uh, I always ask you, what does Patrick? What did Patrick look like when this song came out? And we know from the album cover, it was the long hair, long beard Patrick. Long gray hair, long gray beard. Yes. But, yes. Andrew, yes. this is when Andrew um, commonly wore, like, western style hats oh yes the it's true. like cowboy hats almost yep yep it's true um all right so we got we got that um and andrew um not andrew patrick look like leon russell if you know don't know who that is nathan google it he looks like leon russell at this stage um <laughs> all right and the other question i have to ask you is can you play this one on guitar or piano or both 
You, you haven't tried to play tried. it on guitar? Well, maybe you should since Chris Murphy's sharing photos and videos of you performing. I, I think <laughs> it's the very, very least you could do for your fans, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. All right. You ready to rate the song? How many teenagers do you want to give it? Or is there, do you have more info to, to spill out into people's ears? Well, I don't have much. I didn't have much info on the song because you said you have so much info. So I just let you do the info. There you go. So, Who's a breakout star now, like... Chris? Huh? Who's a breakout star now? <laughs> um, Which you had great info. Um, Well, thank you. It's very I nice mean, I, I knew... I knew, like, I assumed that this song was written because I believe Gord Downey died in uh, 2017. 2017. Yeah. I know what um, I was going to ask you. Um, what? Is, is there much of a connection between the two bands? I'm sure, they, they played on Bills and stuff together, I'm sure. And I'm sure, tragically, they came out a few years before and, and got super popular. So I'm sure that helped pave the way for bands yes. like Sloan to, to tour and to, you know, make it on the radio and stuff. Do you know, is there any other... Uh, connections between the bands at all that you know of? Well, I'm not, other a, I'm than not the, a big hip Canadian? guy. Other than them being Canadian and not quote unquote making it in the States, but but being huge in Canada. Anything else? Um, that... Well, yeah, I always forget, like, I always think of Tragically Hip as like one of the biggest bands of all time, but no, it's just in Canada mostly. Yep. <laughs> just I like, always yep. forget because I'm just used to like, yep. <laughs> yeah, so. Yep. Um, yep. No other connections that you know of? I do not, I don't think so, I, because, like, they don't, I mean, they both won Juno Awards. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and I, I see that they've, they've, obviously, they played uh, concerts together and stuff like that, so, all right, uh, and, and their kids went to school together, apparently, so, uh, so there you go. Um, all right, how many teenagers out of five do you get 44 teenagers, Nathan? I give it a solid three and a half. Three and a half, very good. I give it... I'll give it three teenagers uh, out of five. I was going to give it two and a half teenagers out of five, but I want to ch- have to chop a teenager in half. So you, you sometimes can get in trouble for that if you get caught. So I will give it three, a solid three teenagers uh, out of five. Um, had something else that I was going to ask you. And now, oh, is it on your Spotify liked list? Um, It is, drumroll please. Yeah. Obviously it's on my Spotify okay. Likeless. I have like all their songs, not all. Um, I have every song on Twelve liked. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, Twelve is a very—I don't know if it's underrated. I think everyone likes Twelve, but yeah, it's a very, very good album uh, that got—I see um, very good ratings across the board too. A very distinct sound. Um, yep. Uh, it kind of a lot of guitar sounds are almost like a much cleaner, better sound of smeared guitar sounds. Yeah. For, um, especially like songs like um, "The Day Will Be Mine." That start is basically the starting of "The Day Will Be Mine." Is basically um, uh, Marcus said. Yeah, yeah, interesting, and it's got um, the same uh, the same color schemes too, right? Basically. Yeah. Oh, maybe there's a connection. Maybe you found a connection here between Smear and be. Twelve. I think- yeah, like they're it's because like I don't know what to think. We may we may have to do some bonus episodes uh, comparing albums and stuff like that. But, but what yeah, we have and I mm. have a great idea for an episode. Good, maybe keep it to yourself. Make it make it a surprise. Um, I think I'll I'll tell. Okay, you go ahead. Because maybe everyone can say what they think of the idea. Um, it's a it's a pretty um 
outside of the box idea. It's since Sloan and the Beatles have the same amount of albums, like yep. studio albums, and they're by two favorite bands, we should compare their albums and pick which ones are the most similar. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but we we've kind of done that in our private time, driving around and stuff. Right? Yes. Yes, that sounds like fun. Um, but yeah, we have hundreds and hundreds of songs to cover. So maybe maybe when we're going to take a break from a song, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Or maybe we'll set up a Patreon and people can pay us money to do this stuff. Who knows? <laughs> because Nathan has a very expensive vinyl habit, mostly Sloan vinyl. So if anyone listening is interested in advertising and uh, they want to hit the middle-aged mother market, which we've got locked down for sure. Um, Actually, we we got a lot of a lot of followers, so we appreciate all of them. If you're interested in advertising yeah. and, and you think we would make a good partnership, by all means, hit us yes. up on Thank Instagram. Thank you guys for 100 followers. Well, now yes. we have 109. We're we're gonna be influenced before you know it. So we're Sloan. 110 now. No wow. Way. Sloan underscore A underscore Z or Z if you're a Canadian, right? Is Zed, that what it is? we have to say Z. <laughs> Z, right. So hit us up there uh, with any inquiries. Um, also, th- let's talk about 44 teenagers. Um, maybe well, Nathan does very good artwork for each of our each of our songs. It, so we'll you post shall that. see it. You it probably will be out by the time this is out. Exactly. And maybe Nathan, uh, at the end of the write up, ask people to uh, to comment in the song. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us your yeah. Rating. How many teenagers? You can yeah. Tell if if you have any other info on the song that we missed, or we messed up, or you disagree. By all means, uh, let us know in in the IG chat. Um, I think that is it. Anything else we need to tell anyone before everyone before we go? I do not think so. No. All right. So that is it for this episode. We'll be back with, as we said, another Andrew episode, this and then after that, another. Yeah, a banger. And then after that, another Andrew episode. And then we're yes. going to get to a, a Murph one finally, right? A Christopher Murphy. A Christopher so, yes. M. Murphy, full-grown adult man. or whatever he says. Man, full-grown man. man. All right. Do you have a fancy... Uh, I, just hmm. let me say something quickly. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> By all means. Um, okay, comment if you know what that's from. Christopher M. Murphy, full-grown man. I bet... Yes. I bet... There's only one person that Robichur. Yes. <laughs> Rob Robichur from, from Sloancast. That's Rob from this, the Sloancast. That, yeah. I saw it from Sloancast. There you Oh, channel. okay. Well, see if he remembers where that sound clip's from. Christopher Murphy. Christopher M. Murphy, full grown man. Um, yes. Do you have an outro for us? You have one of your fancy little things you want to say to people? Or do you want me to um, we handle the goodbyes? I think. We should stop milking the I love long goodbyes. Yeah, we thinking. don't love long goodbyes. Uh, I think everyone, if it feels good, everyone should do it, right? Uh, unless it's yeah, illegal. I... Illegal or immoral, then you probably shouldn't do it. But if it if it's, you know, not illegal or immoral, then do it. Yeah. Right? Right? You want to say bye now? Uh, Yes, goodbye. Okay, bye. bye. We'll be back soon. Bye.